Lights, action, performance. It's time to showcase yourself with us. It's the Entertainment Biz Podcast. So we're chatting to Tanya Watley today on this podcast and Tanya, nice to have you here. Lovely to meet you, Roger. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. So tell me your involvement with the theatre. Well, my involvement with the theatre goes back over 30 years and obviously it's been a very changing time lately. So um, I originally trained at... um, a place called Lane Theatre Arts, which uh, is musical theatre and dance. So that's actually based in Epsom. It's a full-time three-year course, which is now a degree course. So you do come out with a degree when you you take the whole um, three years. So basically what that includes is singing, dance and drama. Because I don't know if you've heard of the expression, Roger, triple threat. Have you ever heard of that expression? Can't say I have, no. Can't say I have, no, good. So basically for anyone listening, triple threat means you're good at all three genres, which Ah. are all part of theatre. So you're a good dancer, you're a good singer, and you're a good actress. And especially in these challenging times, it's very good to be able to be able to do all sorts so you can throw your hand in everything. So when I went there... um, So I studied all aspects of dance. And when I say all aspects, literally everything. We did ballet. We did jazz, we did tap, we even did a little bit of contemporary, we did national dance, so studying dance through um, various countries. Think of things like Strictly Come Dancing now that's on television, Mm -hmm. you know, you're losing tango, so you're using every kind of style. So that really gave a great cross-section of dance, and then um, obviously singing, so musicals, are a big thing and let's really keep everything crossed that everything does come back open soon all the theatres so um, we studied nearly every musical you could possibly think of you know going back to Cats for example you know when everyone was dressed up as cats Mm -hmm. or Starlight Express so I did go to skate school for a while which is obviously that musical um, is on roller skates so again it's another string to your bow you need to kind of have a lot of different things that you can do. Why this career then? Why this career? Because um, some people have a natural aptitude to certain things. You know, some people are really good plumbers, really good electricians, but I was always a natural singer. Um, Going back from my dad, bless him, who's unfortunately no longer with us, he did um, opera and things like Gilbert and Sullivan. So it's kind of in my genes that I always could sing. So even when I had my audition for Lane Theatre Arts, that is part of the audition process to sing as well. Um, I mean, you can learn to sing, but a lot of people do have a, a natural attribute to to do that as well. So um, yeah, that's why I did it because also it's slightly to do with the look. The look has changed a bit now. So, you know, I'm a typical English rose look. So when they were having a show and they wanted, um, so for example, I played Maid Marian in Robin Prince of Sherwood for Bill Kenwright, who's a really big, well-known producer. And often the girly lead was sort of a girly blonde, you know, that that sort of archetypal look. So I had the right look for, for a lot of the roles at that time as well. So anyone that wanted to take that path, would you, good career? 
Well, I was quite lucky. Yeah. Again, going back to that triple threat. So um, I could do all three things. Because often when you go through the audition process, say for Les Miserables, everyone's heard of Les Miserables. Yeah. Now, and some people may have heard of a magazine called The Stage. Well, often there was open auditions in The Stage. And it'll say, turn up at this theatre at this time. And basically there'd be four or 500 people queuing, making a long line all from the stage door, you know, waiting to go in in their groups. Um, but if you were really good and really had something different about you, even an open audition process, you can stand out. So, um, for example, I went to the open audition for Sunset Boulevard. Some of you might know uh, that musical. And I got the job going to an open audition and there was probably four or 500 people there. So the triple set thing is a really important thing because often you have to sing. Then they say, oh, can we do a dance call? Then you have to learn a dance. And often they'll give you script to read as well. So you need to be able to do all three things really, really helps. Why do you enjoy it so much? Um, I think, I don't know if you, Roger, have you ever performed on stage? I've done a little bit. Yeah. So when you perform on stage, um, you know, when the audience are clapping, you really do get a buzz. You really do. And my, my main genre is singing. So if I'm singing, you know, a really passionate song, you really do sing from the heart. And I think that comes across, uh, to the audience as well. So last year I did a tour called Brothers Beyond and we were all musical theatre people who had been in lots of big shows, West End shows, tours. And um, it was like a compilation of all the different shows we'd been in, a couple of songs from each show, also featuring um, Joseph and his amazing Technicolor oh, Dreamcoat, yes. which absolutely everybody probably knows. Um, and I played narrator in the show. So oh. that's the main lead, lead female role um and i've done that many many times and again it's it, that is such a feel-good show you cannot be in that show and feel grumpy at the end of it you cannot come to watch the show as part of the audience without feeling really uplifted you know i close my eyes and everyone's singing and clapping along and the colors of the coat and go go joseph it's really uplifting it brings you to a happy place, doesn't it? When you're watching something like this, I think it's just a sense of relaxation and just, it just feels great. Yeah, and you can almost uh, lose yourself, if you see what I mean, when you're part of the audience. You, always, you can almost lose yourself as, as you know, you're forgetting about all the other things in your general life and you just get so involved with a show like that, which is a very happy show that you cannot help but, you know, forget about all your troubles and just get really involved, clapping and, and joining in. I can tell I can tell your passion when you're talking about your career here. Yeah, all that gesticulation in my hand that you can't see, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. But it does help, doesn't it? It does, it does. And to be honest, if you really want to go into this as a career, you have to love it. You have to feel it in your heart. You know, there is no way thinking, oh, I might give it a try because it is really, really hard out there. You know, you have to take the knocks. As they say, you go to maybe 10 auditions and maybe one you get. So you really, really do have to love it. If you're not someone that can take the knocks and if you're not someone who can take the rejection, you won't last yep. a, a year yep. at I know, all. I know where you're coming from on that yeah, score. Yeah, exactly. And to be honest, in these awful times that we're having, I've applied for a job on Spotlight or Mandy or Star Now literally every day. 
But the thing is, now there is no theatre at this precise moment in time. Anyone who was in a theatre role is also trying to get a corporate video or something they're putting on YouTube. So the other day, I applied for something, 900 people applied. Mm. I got under consideration, didn't get it. But the fact that I even stood out out of 900, you really, really have to have a lot on your CV and also, you know, try, apply every day. Excellent. Tanya, stay there. We'll chat more in just a couple of moments here on the podcast. So if you're interested in seeing and hearing how we can help your business marketing succeed, then get in touch at buzzpodcasts.co.uk. Our friendly team would love to see your business grow with ours. Here's what you had to say. Hi, this is Beverly from Funny Bones. Um, I just want to give a big shout out to FMJ Media. They have helped me immeasurably introduce me to a few different uh, venues who I work with on a regular basis now. They help me build audiences. They're generally all around nice guys. Join in the conversation around here at buzzpodcasts.co.uk. So it's Tanya Wadley on the podcast today and we are chatting about the theatre. So obviously 2020 has been a devastating year for the industry. How has it affected you? Oh, dreadfully, because um, I was doing a musical called Robin Prince of Sherwood and uh, I was playing Morgana the Witch and that was in October, half term, literally where we are now. Obviously, that was cancelled. I was due to be playing Mother Christmas at Marwell Zoo. I've done that for many years. That's an indoor event that has now been cancelled. And to be honest, that was so popular. I mean, I've been there for quite a few years. I've seen the same children grow up coming to see Father Christmas, Mother Christmas. So it's just all gone. I mean, it's it's a travesty. It's a travesty. Obviously, there are 10 pantomimes now being funded through the government, uh, but they're QDOS. I did work for QDOS over the years, but the thing is they're just funding that one company. And if you think about it, Roger, think how many pantomimes happen here in Camberley, here in Aldershot. They're funding a big company that probably is not struggling as much as some of the the smaller pantomime producers. Mm. You know, around here, there's UK Productions. They're based in Godalming Way. Um, There's 10, but think how many pantomimes there are normally. 100, 150 up and down the country. And now with these local lockdowns, there is a few advertisements for some pantomimes still going ahead, but they only want actors that live within that area. So if there is a lockdown, they can still commute to get to the theatre if it's still all good. So it's it's really, really hard. I saw on Britain's Got Talent the other day the yeah. theatre collaboration that they did there, and they're going to do something in the West End, isn't it? Yeah, there is. I don't know too much about that. Um, I know about somebody else who's released a single uh, from King's Daughters, uh, Talia Dean. She was one of the Britain's... Actually, you know, she was in the X Factor finalist. So some people are trying to release songs, like online, for example, Um to try and get it out there because obviously most people would do like a concert but you can't even really do that now so how are you keeping yourself amused yeah well i'm thankfully i do corporate videos so obviously now everyone's having to have a rethink the publicity for their uh, business so a lot of people are thinking about online videos to promote them in their business so that people can see what they have on offer physically see it in a in a video Thankfully, in lockdown, I did some voiceovers, which is really good. Um, 
because I can record at home and, and send in the voiceover. So that was good. I've got another little role I'm doing later this week. People want testimonials about products. So they can send you the product. You can try it out and do a testimonial about it and be paid for it. So it's very small in comparison, but you can do something, which is better than nothing. I do murder mysteries in hotels too. That's all been cancelled. <laughs> Literally, I managed to do one murder mystery for one whole family who had rented one whole big house before the lockdown started to change going backwards again when things were slightly better a few months ago. So um, I'm in a bubble with a few other actors who are all friends and all of a similar age. So we managed to do that once, but now we can't do that anymore. So I have done a few bits and pieces, a bit spread out. Um, but I think the way to go is people are doing quite a lot of testimonials about products. You know, the company will send someone a product and then you make the testimonial and then at least they can, people can see what people think about it. It's hard, isn't it? to so just keep yourself amused and keep yourself occupied when you're used to being, you know, full steam ahead all the time. You're thinking yeah. what the next project's going to be. And then suddenly this wave comes along stuck in your tracks yeah the only other thing I do do which um, when I went to college I did acting as well we were talking about Lane Theatre Arts and um, I did something called Lambda Exams London Academy of Music and Dramatic Arts so they are exams when you can go up to gold medal which is the highest to prove your acting skills you either do a bit of Shakespeare or acting so I did that and I can actually teach that and I do teach that at the moment in schools while the schools are open so that anyone who does want to go into acting they can take some of these exams and if they're trying for like a scholarship for a school or a scholarship for um, a theatre school then they've got something on paper to show that they have done some training in acting even though they're a child to give them something you know to, as proof almost. Do you find that most of these kids there are coming up through the ranks are star quality? Um, some can be but mostly some are just doing it for enjoyment. A lot of doing it for enjoyment, a lot of doing it for confidence building. A lot of parents think Lambda, you know, doing some acting helps confidence. A lot of people, um, parents think it's quite good for public speaking. Whether you go into an office job and you might have to do conferences, again, it's speaking. So it's a confidence building uh, tool as well. Would you recommend it? Lambda, yes, you can do it at any age. Right. Literally any age, literally any age. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. Sounds an interesting, lovely career that you've had so far. Yes. Yeah, so um, my highest accolade, which is pretty good, when I was doing Joseph and his amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, um, I actually met the Queen. Oh. Dear old Her Majesty the Queen. Mm. So I was playing narrator and um, she came with the Royal Party. Now, right. for anyone who's ever met the Queen, the Royal Party is large. Right, I can there's imagine. The ladies in waiting, yep. there's security, there's sort of 20 and 30 people also involved. So, yeah, I remember there in my little black dress and my high heels. Were you nervous? Yeah, I was because... Um, Obviously, it was a big performance, and the I was singing um, "Go Go Go Joes if you know what they say," and Jacob and Sons. Um, Love that way, song. way back many centuries ago. So at the start of that song, I had to come down a really big, long tier of steps. <laughs> and of course, it's okay for you men, Roger. You get to wear just normal flat shoes. But us girls, if performing on stage, they give you the highest shoes, the tightest little black dress, and then you've got to walk down all those steps singing looking out and not trying to look down 
And you just like putting yourself through it. That's all it is. You like challenging yourself, you yeah, girls. Yeah, well, I did it and it was all marvellous. <laughs> and I've got the programme still at home saying in the presence of HM the Queen, which, you know, not many people get that opportunity. Did she speak to you? Yes, she did. And um, obviously, with the shaking of hands, she doesn't really shake hands with people. And a lot of people might not know this, but because if you imagine if she shook hands with every single person that she met, she'd actually get bruised fingers. It sounds crazy. So she wears gloves, as you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so mainly, it's a little, a little curtsy, bow your head, and a tiny little chat. And yeah. What was she wearing hands. that evening? Golly gosh, that was a long time ago. I have absolutely no Can't idea. Can't remember. But clearly a dress, because she always wears a dress with a very nice matching hat, it's as always, you know. It's always kind of one colour, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It Lesser. is. Yeah. Oh, that must have been a memorable. Yeah, it was, it was. And um, I just think Joseph is such a special show. Hopefully she left the theatre as well, also feeling sort of uplifted and jolly. How did it make you feel when you'd met her? special because yeah. not everybody gets to do no. that sort of thing um you know and it's something you can tell your grandchildren yeah um and something great to put on your cv not many people can say that either well hopefully you never know you might meet her again never know you never know so what are your plans for the future um well carrying on auditioning for things obviously i was always the female lead originally being younger now i'm more the mother role so for example some things i've auditioned for just before covid would be like the mother role in uh, the sound of music for example so yeah i will keep putting myself up there um i've got a little testimonial to film later in the week for a little job that i've got so that's mm. good and um, I'm making a little corporate video later this later today, and that's for a hairdresser. So sometimes I get to be the model in it and get my hair done. So I'm going to be in that one. So that'll be really good. You've got a challenging career. I have. But you, you can tell you love it. I can definitely love it and definitely wouldn't do anything else. And to be honest, I probably did 20 years touring in lots of number one musicals. I did Barnum the Musical, Sunset Boulevard. I worked with Darren Day. We did a musical version of Great Expectations. I've probably done 20 different pantomimes. I've played a fairy. I've played Aladdin. I've played uh, Principal Girl, Principal Boy. What was your favourite character then? Go on. Um, I tell you what, the favourite panto I probably think, which is probably a lot of everyone else's favourite, is Cinderella. I was the fairy godmother. Ah. And it's very (laughs) lovely to make everyone's dreams come true in that transformation uh, (laughs) scene, you know, when Cinderella suddenly goes off at the end of Act One in her coach. Oh. Yeah. Magical story. Magical. And probably all the little girls in the audience are probably thinking, oh, I'd love to be Cinderella. (laughs) Is that one of your favourite characters to play? The fairy, yes. Yeah, I quite like. And I worked with Sue Pollard. I'm sure you remember Sue Pollard. I interviewed her once, actually. She was absolutely lovely. She is amazing. She's slightly, you know, crazy, but really energetic, really lovely lady. Yeah, I didn't get much chance to talk to her. It was all about her. Exactly. She's so fast. She's so fast. And I was her understudy in one role as well. I was the fairy and she was Jack in Jack and the Beanstalk. Thankfully, she never went off and I just remained being the fairy, Which, but I had quite a few scenes with her when the beanstalk's growing um i'm trying to think of a show that she was in recently that i saw on itv yeah she was on a television show and they all went to vegas that's it that's the one with that was jess on. conrad yeah yeah now obviously jess conrad was one of the original josephs you may uh, not know that uh, yeah. uh, going back 
many, many years ago. I really enjoyed watching that programme, actually. It was good, yeah. yeah was and really some of the comedians that were in it from Blackpool, because yeah. I did Blackpool summer season many years ago, yeah, I reckon. Cannon and Ball were in it, Yeah, Cannon and Ball, exactly. Yeah. No, all it, the old greats. It was, all the old greats. It was a, a really, really good show. Tanya, it's been lovely to catch up with you today. Thank you, Roger. Yeah, it's been lovely to meet you as well. Um, and if anybody wants to have a look at me, my name's Tanya Watley, and you can you can Google me, and you can find out a little bit of some of the shows that I've been in. If you want to find out, or or do if you can send a message, I don't know. I'm happy to give advice to any parents or children hoping to take this career. Full of inspiration, Tanya. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Hey, thanks for listening. We very much hope you've been entertained. And don't forget to check out our Facebook page at Entertainment UK. You'll find all our podcasts at buzzpodcast.co.uk.